name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life is Seth Tufty. Seth Tufty is an entrepreneur, an educator, and an innovator. He'll be talking tonight on the conscious and unconscious mind. So before I get into it, let me just take myself out of it and introduce everyone to Seth. How are you doing, Seth? I'm really good to know you. How are you? Well, thank you, thank you for joining us today. I'll take it away. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this, so I appreciate you guys having me on. So like Denarius said, my name is Seth. I'm a private educator. Uh, in the past, I was a tutor, and now I work with adults as well as children working on um, speech, language, vocabulary, all of that kind of stuff. I ran my own business here in the Twin Cities for a few years, and I've known Daenerys for quite a while. So when I was invited to come on here and uh, give this talk, I was, um, let's just say I was excited. So yeah, today I want to talk about the mind and something called a program. So normally a program... When I say the word program, most people are thinking of a computer or a software. Now, that is true, but I would challenge you to look at the mind and the brain just like a computer that is running a software. So when we're talking about programs, we're really talking about coded instructions that give an automatic response to something or for the performance of a task. So I wanna start out by talking about the three layers of the mind. So when we're talking about the mind, we have what's called a conscious. Now the conscious mind is what you're using right now. It's what you're using to listen to my voice. It's what is looking at the complexion of my skin. It's looking at the background. It's really the pilot of the ship called the mind. The conscious mind is obviously aware of what's going on. That's what the word conscious means. It means aware. So the conscious represents about 5% of the total power, excuse me, 0.5% of the total power of the mind. So about a half a percent is represented by the conscious mind. And again, conscious means aware. Next, you have something that many people have heard of. It's called the subconscious mind. Now in this sense, the prefix sub means below. So it's below the conscious just like the word submarine or um, subvert. Sub in this sense means to go below. So by definition, the subconscious is what sits below the conscious mind. It is below your awareness. The conscious mind is things like feelings, emotions, nonverbal communication, body language, attraction, 
all of these areas of life are dictated by the subconscious mind. Now we have a third layer of the mind, which is called the unconscious. And before I get to that, I just want to mention, so the conscious represents 0.5%. The subconscious represents about 24.5%. So about a quarter of the pie, a quarter of the power of your mind is represented by the conscious and the subconscious mind. Now you have this third layer, like I was referring to earlier, called the unconscious. The prefix un in this sense means not, like in the word unpopular, meaning not popular. So when we're talking about the unconscious mind, we're talking about that which is not conscious. These are things like your heartbeat, your hair growth, your circadian rhythm, the hormones released by your brain. All of this stuff that's going on within the vessel that is the body that is not consciously under control. It's unconscious behavior. So it's important to make a distinction between first and foremost, the conscious. Secondly, the subconscious. And thirdly, the unconscious. Now, the unconscious mind represents about 75% of act what's actually going on in the mind. So if we're looking at making changes long term, as an individual, maybe you're into personal development, maybe you're trying to learn something new, take on a new behavior, drop a bad habit. If we're just focused on the conscious and the subconscious, we're only focused on about 25% of what we should be. The other 75% being represented by the unconscious. So if we really want to change as individuals, we want to take our focus off of the conscious and the subconscious and move it to the unconscious. Now, the unconscious is where programs are stored. And as I said earlier, a program is basically a coded instruction for the performance of a task. So a program is like what comes on as autopilot when you're, when you're performing a behavior. So programs are installed within the first seven years of life. So between the ages of one and seven, a human being is malleable. They're formable. They're open to change. You could picture it like a wet piece of clay. And when you're young, between the ages of one and seven, the clay is moldable. It can be influenced. And the primary influences on that clay are, first and foremost, your parents. Um, secondly, your teachers. And then the environment. Uh, your aunts, your uncles, your friends, your dog, your neighbors. All of these influences play a role in how the clay is shaped. Now, as we get older, the clay begins to harden. And as we become an adult, the clay is virtually concrete and it can't be changed, at least without strenuous efforts. So whatever programs, whatever behaviors, whatever habits your parents were showing you as a child those are being imprinted and those imprints, if they're not addressed right away, will harden in the unconscious and then will begin to repeat and play out as you become an adult. So if your parents ever told you money is evil or it's hard to make money or money is the root of all evil or don't talk to strangers, right? If these are the kind of affirmations you're hearing as a child, as you get older, 
those same phrases, those same habits of thought are what dictate your behavior as an adult. So unless you were born into an affluent family where your parents told you it's easy to make money and you should take risks and talk to strangers, unless you had these type of beliefs installed in your neural programming as a child, most likely it's going to be hard to change your habits of thought to line up with things like it's easy to make money. So when I was a kid, my mom would tell me, don't, don't answer the door. It could be a stranger, right? So as an adult, as I became older, I had an aversion to answering the door. I would hear the doorbell ring or hear a knock on the door. And all of a sudden I would get this nasty feeling of fear and anxiety. And I realized it was because many, many years ago, my mom installed that fear, that fear program when it came to answering the door. And I had to address that for myself. So the way for you to identify programs within yourself are first and foremost, can you remember what your parents told you when you were young? Secondly, there's something called back chat. So when you're faced with a, an issue or a problem or a challenge comes up in your life, what little, what does that little voice in the back of your head tell you? Does it tell you, I can't do it? Does it tell you it's too hard? Give up. You're not cut out for this. Like, what is that voice in your head telling you? Most likely, whatever that voice is saying is your programming. It is your first seven years it's your first seven years messing with you. It's your first seven years coming back to the surface. So if your mom told you it's hard to make money and you're thinking about applying for a job where you're going to double your salary and all of a sudden you hear that voice in the back of your head saying, don't apply for that job. You can't do it. You don't deserve it. Well, those are programs running within the mind. So asking yourself, what are the programs I have running is a great way to identify and identification is the first step to remediation. So identifying what programs are holding you back. Next, you can do something called a word web, which I recommend to all the clients I work with. If you take a blank sheet of paper, a piece of printer paper, so there's no lines in it, and you put a topic in the middle, let's just say you put the word money. Well, ask yourself what thoughts come up when I hear the word money. If evil comes up, if difficult comes up, if pleasure or pain come up, take all of those words and write them down on the sheet of paper. After you do this enough for let's say 10 or 20 minutes, you'll have a whole web of words that are associated with the word money. Now these could be feelings, these could be actions, these could be names, these could be nouns. It, it doesn't matter what you put on the paper. The point is to get it out in front of you so you can identify the problem and then begin to address it. Now, the final way to identify what programs are running in you is how do you respond to high pressure situations? So when you are um, faced with a threat, let's say someone knocks at the door and they look aggressive or you're on the bus and someone comes on with a weapon and your body begins to act, right? It's the fight or flight response. When you're in that fight or flight response, what types of behaviors and thoughts are running through your head? 
that's a really easy way to identify programs because most of the time the conscious mind is in control. <clears throat> so when you're consciously, when you're operating out of the conscious, programs aren't apparent. However, in a high pressure situation where you are under stress, the subconscious and unconscious tend to take over. So it's a clear way for you to identify what programs are running. Now, now that we've identified the programs, we need to figure out a way to go about rewriting these programs. And in order to do that, first of all, you need to be aware, which we already covered with WordWebs, high, high pressure situations, and just remembering what you were taught as a child and identifying those programs. So now that we have them identified, we can begin to remediate them. And one of the easiest, uh, one of the most basic ways to remediate a program that's running is to stop the automatic response to it. So if you have a program running that is causing you to overeat, so let's say your program is every time I am presented with food, I eat till it hurts. That could be a program you have, right? So the key would be to identify the exact moment in time where the program begins to run. Maybe it's as soon as you finish the last bite on your first plate, that's when the program kicks in and that's the exact moment in time where you now have a choice. It's like a, um, it's a fork in the road. You're either going to allow the program to run and overeat like you always do, or since you're now identifying the point in time where the program takes hold, you can choose to make a different outcome. You can choose to make a different decision. So first step in remediating is identifying the trigger point or the exact point in time where the program begins to run. Now, the next step towards remediating the program would be uh, setting up a system to fall back on. So there's a quote that I really like, and it's basically something along the lines of, you do not rise to meet your goals, you fall to meet your systems. So what I mean by this is you want to have a safety net. You want to have something in place. So even if your programs do start running, the system bails you out. So if you are, your program is to be lazy and procrastinate and not be productive, well, a great system you could put in place is uh, some sort of calendar. I personally use Google Calendar. So because I know that I'm prone to being lazy sometimes and procrastinate often, I plug everything I need to do for the day into my Google Calendar. So now even if I am lazy, the calendar is there to basically call me out on being lazy because it's going to be a lot easier to overcome that program if you have something external, some external pressure to help push you through the resistance of overcoming that program. So that's where something like Google Calendar would come in. That's where something like um, meal prepping would come in. Meal prepping is a system. It's a system that enables you to eat how you want to eat rather than overeating. Because if you have meals prepared in the refrigerator, how much less likely are you to go to the gas station or go to McDonald's and overeat on junk food? So having systems in place that will kick in 
even when the programs begin to run is another great way to address programs. And then finally, if you are able to identify the programs and put systems in place and really nip those programs in the butt, uh, for lack of a better term, you're able to cut them off at the head right when they come up. Over time, your habits and patterns of thought and activity will begin to change. So by using systems, by identifying the programs and acting on them right away, you are able, able to, over time, rewrite the programming that has dictated your life for so long. Um, and then the last way to rewrite programs would be to use a specific tool. So some people like meditation, uh, binaural beats are very popular, affirmations, reading books, listening to audios, associating with like-minded people, listening to talks like this. All of these are ways to address your programming. And the key is to find what works best for your style and for your lifestyle so that you're able to see optimal results in your life, in your business, in your health, whatever area it is you're trying to work on, finding a solution that works for you is going to be 